Support for the YBO podcast comes from the Digital Discovery Network, where regular people have real conversations. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Young, Black, and Opinionated. I'm your host, Christina Royster, and today I am joined by Joshua Warner. Here. And Sean, I actually don't know your last name. Sean Reynolds. Awesome. So, today we're going to put y'all on, uh, you know, just telling our audience about our favorite things right now, followed by a great discussion about... Men's feelings matter. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> a riveting conversation about men's feelings. And finally, I have something different for the end of the episode. I've been doing dope or nope, but I'm going to put you guys to the test of a little trivia, okay? So, are you ready? I'm ready. Awesome. introduce Josh as my boyfriend for those of you who do not know. That's right, y'all. Back off. <laughs> that was not aggressive at all. It was mad aggressive. Okay, aggressive. so um, you're claiming, like you're claiming your a couple claims. episodes. I did an episode called Celebrating Single, but I was dating Josh, so I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was celebrating my single, but you know, we just hit it off Mm -hmm. and now we're together Mm -hmm. and I was explaining to Josh how Instagram works and how when a man posts his girlfriend (laughs) he gets a hundred plus likes if I post my boyfriend my Hayden ass followers do not want to see that and I get less likes it is true put it to the test if you want put it to the test it's true but anywho let's jump into put y'all on so my put y'all on this week is a book I've been reading it's called creativity rules and it's basically about Turning your ideas into reality. And they talk about this whole invention process going from imagination to entrepreneurship. And it's a pretty cool book. Unfortunately, I can't remember the author's name, but she was like a professor at Stanford. So mm. it was pretty hot, you know? I'm just trying to branch out and broaden my horizons and stop reading. That's like, how it should be. Yeah. Those magazines. So, <laughs> um, that book is called Creativity Rules. And I found it at Barnes & Noble. How about you, Josh? Um, so my put y'all on is this Netflix show. Season two just came out yesterday, I believe. Uh, Money Heist. I saw season one. It was so, Why are so you funny. Laughing at him? So <laughs> funny, my man. Anyway, anyway, um, it is. Uh, it's about uh, it's about this group of robbers, actually. Okay. Uh, this group of robbers who are robbing the, I believe it's the biggest bank in Spain. Uh, mm. It's uh, totally like a criminal mind type of thing. Like this guy is a top of the line genius, and all the plans and the backups that he has for his plan. Uh, it's unbelievably mind blowing. This is a Netflix original. This is a Netflix original. It's only on the Netflix uh, unless you mm-hmm. have illegal means of streaming it. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so season two just came out yesterday, and I cannot wait to get on that. Cool. That's great. So uh, I guess my put y'all on is so um, I recently took my girlfriend to an archery lesson for her birthday. So basically, uh, I had a hell of fun doing it so basically it I was would, more for you it was it, no no it was for both of us because you know, I thought it was because I'm into like doing like weird out of the normal type of scenario type mm-hmm. activities so like archery no one thinks of archery so no, I was like no. that's the reason we gotta do it that's cool so I had hella fun you taking notes <laughs> continue Sean I didn't mean to make this a competition brother it's my fault um 
So I've I've recently like started to pick it up as another hobby. So I'm like looking into like bows. <laughs> well, where else do you activities. do it? Where do you do archery? So, field? so like, okay, so upon my initial research, okay, actually, there's not, there's um, <laughs> there's a uh, there's an archery range that's an outdoor archery range that's open to the public down the street from here, off oh, of Delphi. Wow. It's right, it's right next to the university. So actually, it's like really close. So that's like, I guess where my initial trainings would go as soon as I buy my bow. I'm, I'm doing research. As to what kind of bow you should buy, like your first bow, so like there's like recurves and compounds and all that stuff. What is um? It's dope. I'm, de- so I'm definitely want to add. It can to you life. like kill somebody with a bow? Absolutely. Damn. Yeah. No hesitation. No hesitation. <laughs> I, I was I, I'm, like my I'm watching people like hunt bears with bows. Oh my god. And it's like it's serious though because like it's like. The, they have no clue. They have like so like they'll like a bear will like approach. What you mean they have no clue? Because here's here's what happens: a bear will like approach an area, and like a dude's like hiding in a tree or Damn. like some odd yards away. And he usually you will hunt with a compound bow because it generates more um, velocity. But like he's just like posted up with a with his bow and arrow like ready to go. And then as soon as it, like, depending on the weight, there's different weights of arrow you can, or bows you can buy, 50 weight, 70 weight, 20 weight, depending, it just determines how hard the pullback is. Mm. So, um, based on the weight, if it's, like, high enough and you can pull back far and if you're accurate enough, like, it can go straight through the bear. And my man will run away for a little bit, realize that he just Aww. died. And then start to die. Oh no! We just said real. He was like, "I don't know what's happening." Uh, uh, can't walk. Uh. <laughs> so like, I, it's definitely like a thing. It's definitely like a dangerous weapon if you don't know how to do it. But there's like different things. There's like permits you have to buy, et cetera, et cetera. There's, so there are safety there are things. Safety That's what I was wondering. I was like, you can't you just, just be out, out here just... chilling on your couch. No, like, no, no. ooh, a bunny, mine, bang. You know, like. I mean, you probably could do that. Just uh, don't tell anybody that you did it. <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. We're not promoting that though. Mm-hmm. Get the necessary licenses. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that has been put y'all on. So today I wanted to talk about men's feelings matter. And what I mean by that is, you know, the heteronormative idea that men have to be strong, men can't cry, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I want to get into this a little bit because I also this is a boozy podcast, so I've had two glasses of wine they now. Need to know that. Josh has had about three, so let's see how this goes. I have three, three Jim Beam and Cokes in here, so I'm doing good. Um, what I wanted to talk about was this tweet that inspired me. <clears throat> I want to give credit where credit is due, but I don't know how to pronounce his at name. Yusef. Yusef Yui. I'll go Yusef Yui. All right. Is my man Middle Eastern? Like, I, uh, I think he's black. You Wow. I'm so He said sorry. we, so yes. Yusef Yui on Twitter has said, Black men, we have to heal. Hiding and masking our traumas through self-medicating, hurting others, drinking, the turn up, soulless mm. sex, hustling nonstop, doesn't help any of us in the long run. Pray for all of us oh, daily. He spelled wrong long. Yeah. He, okay. He had a typo. Whatever, Josh. Um, then someone actually replied, it's difficult to heal when you're in the same environment that caused the trauma. Mm. Black men are constant targets in the society. How any of us can truly heal is a mystery. So, mm. so let's just dive into this a little bit. First of <clears throat> all, how were you guys raised? Uh, Well, like, were you raised like men can't cry, be tough, son, yada yada? <clears throat> well, I'll speak for me. Um, uh, 
I was lucky enough to have uh, both parents in my life uh, up to this point. And my father, uh, he was not one to show a lot of emotion. I, to this day, have yet to see him shed a tear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, he had no problem with there being emotional moments. But there was definitely a time and a place type of a thing for mm-hmm. it. Like, he uh, definitely taught me about when it is that you had to be strong for a person or like for yourself in order to get through. A particular moment in your life and you know uh, obviously you know there are times that life overwhelms you and you know there's nothing you can do about it but uh he was definitely the um i would say the tough lovish type mm. of parent mm-hmm. uh you know uh i'll give a story real quick that i was playing uh, i played baseball growing up as a kid and you know he was the coach for the team and i was a pitcher and he had no problem if he felt uh, i wasn't throwing hard enough or i wasn't on my a game Standing up on the top of the bench and flat out yelling at me <laughs> uh, from cry? the bench. Oh, I've cried on the mound. I mean, you know, I didn't cry like boo hoo, but a tear came down. Oh. <laughs> and that's poetic. Man. How, old are you? <laughs> How old are you? Yeah, that's a good question. Let's call it two years ago. <laughs> Last week. Um, it was actually I, I want to say like too. wow, thanks, yeah. Sean. I'll call it like eleven, ten. Um, and he would flat out just berate me on the mound. You know, not cursing or anything, but he would just yell at you on the mound. And it would be a toughen up type of thing. So I would say that, um, and it wasn't to say that he was, uh, ru- uh, rude or cruel or anything like that, but it was definitely a thing of like, in that moment, you know, you're playing an intense game, uh, to toughen up and get through the moment. So. And do you feel like your mom and your sister's babied you? Uh, my mom definitely babied me when it came to like, sports or something like that like they kind of traded places Um, when it came to sports my dad was the tough one and when it came to like school my mom was the tough one and my dad was the understanding one uh, so i always got it from one parent or the other depending on some point in my life Mm. uh, what about you sean um for me it's um it's it's been i guess my so my dad was the um he was definitely one of the more tough love parents he was definitely like he's like one of those people was like, "Daddy didn't raise no bitch" kind of situation. <laughs> so, like, I definitely got like the tough love, like, kind of like be a man kind of situation from my pops. And then, but the thing, I guess, the only different thing that's different from your story, Josh, is that my mom was the same damn way. Double time. Like, um, like I guess some, like some brief history. I guess like my mom, she's from the Dominican Republic originally, and she moved here when she was eight. So like she dealt with like bullies and all that stuff. Like she she couldn't speak English. Mm-hmm. Like she only spoke Spanish and all this other stuff. And she, you know, she just did her own thing. It was tough for herself. And like my grandparents didn't really know like American culture at the time, so she basically fended for herself like throughout her like adolescent years. So like basically that manifested itself onto me. Mm. So, like, both my parents were more tough love, like, be a man kind of situation, which is probably why I'm such a hard ass now. Very much so. <laughs> you didn't have to agree with that. That's why. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, so basically, it's, yeah, I definitely grew up with a tough love kind of mentality, yeah. too. Well, my experience is that I have a brother, he's younger than me, and when my parents got divorced, my brother lived with my mom a lot Mm -hmm. and me kind of like kind of talking for him babying him so um I guess my brother is a little more sensitive than most and so people say like oh since he didn't have a father figure around that's why whatever whatever no mine was the same way Yeah. yeah because like my parents got divorced when I was eight and my brother was three okay so he was definitely a lot younger and then I had to be kind of like a 
a me- like an intermediary father figure between mm-hmm. like the every two weeks you see him on a weekend kind of situation. So like my brother definitely took the bulk of it, and he definitely has like some problems manifesting his feelings now. But like he's like at that age where he's now eighteen, I'm twenty three. And he's, like, manifesting himself and exploring ways to, like, understand his emotions, how he deals with things. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. So it takes time, but you can eventually get there. I think that's what this tweet was trying to say here, that, like, men don't really try to heal. They just kind of mask their feelings with other things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it goes for men and women, because I think, like this said, drinking, turning up. When I get my heart broken or whatever, what's the first thing I do? Go out with my girls and get on Snapchat and drink it up and just drink my feelings away. Mm -hmm. But I guess that's really not healthy behavior. So would you guys say that um, you've ever, like, tried to mask your feelings with drinking or, you know... Um. Ooh, womanizing I'm laughing because I'm looking at the show like I feel like our generation uh, is turning into like low key alcoholics like uh, it's not low key at all for me um, I wasn't really a heavy uh, as we drink during the podcast <laughs> uh, I wasn't really a heavy uh, a drinker uh, coming up so uh, my masking of feelings would definitely be like I would turn to uh, things I enjoy. So whether it was just absolutely engorging myself in video games or mm-hmm. sports, like I would watch like sports like endlessly, like mm-hmm. just watch anything that was on. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely type of a, a numbing type of thing. Just to, um, I could definitely see that because there would just be times where. Like, people would ask me, like, oh, um, you know, like, you're kind of overdoing it. Like, like, oh, it's cool that you're, like, that interested in this, that, and the other. But yeah. I would just be like, oh, I didn't, like, didn't even realize that that's what was happening. So, so you had a healthier outlet. Oh, yeah, I mean, I until guess. you became te- obsessed with it. And, and then, oh, well, until I became obsessed with it. It's not at all. I'm not an alcoholic by any means. I just enjoy a good time. I'm that's talking true. about the sports yeah, and stuff. talking about sports, though. Oh, still talking about yeah, sports? You, yeah, <laughs> yeah <I guess> that, <laughs> you jump, you jump, you jump to the alcoholism. Uh, Is there something you need to tell us nah, about? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good here. I'm on step five. Um, I'm just saying <laughs> that, uh... Nah, that um, I think everybody uh, has their means of, of of an outlet whenever they get stressed or whenever life becomes overcoming. No but uh, but absolutely, when you uh, as a man, when you have to like mask certain things, and you know, even me and Christine have like talked about the idea of how men kind of have to be or taught to be like the strong fortress in a family and such. So you definitely have to put your needs aside uh, for others that you wind up coping with it and sometimes not the most healthiest ways well i asked josh like when is the last time you cried and you couldn't even remember that's a very good point Uh, i mean can you remember the last time you cried sean last time i cried um i cry like every week (laughs) damn and i cry in public sometimes yeah i don't nah i've never cried no you've never seen me cry never nope uh you whined for not really? crying. Really? When did you? When is? I, I'm, well, I'm willing to hear. School is tough. School school, is oh, tough. see, yeah. no, that was more delirious. <laughs> that was us like studying until three o'clock in the morning, just me tired of all the bullshit I had to deal with, <laughs> then me crying. It's a difference. Yeah. Do you remember the last time that you've actually uh, shed a tear? Actually, shed a tear. Um. Okay. So. Okay, how do I say this? How do I say this? Okay, so um 
I'll be real. I'm a real ass dude. Like, I'm just gonna just be honest. So you have to be honest. The last too, time, the last time I like, okay, so the last time I tied, okay, tied. Did I say tied? I said tied. You said tied. Um, the last time I cried like out of joy was like, okay, so oh. my my yeah, I cried out of joy one okay. time. My wow, current girlfriend, we've been together for a year and a half. Okay, and um, I feel like she's one of the first girlfriends where I ex- truly experienced love for the first time. So when I said the the brave three words, and she's probably smirking, the oh, brave three words, I shed faces. a tear a little bit because oh. I never knew what that felt like. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah. So I get. I am in tune with my emotions. There's nothing wrong with that. Last time I cried out of like frustration was I'm I'm a very prideful individual in the sense that like. It was like, I'm 23, I'm still in school, I'm, I'm getting my, I'm finishing up my degree this semester, but like, I have a strong sense of independence and wanting to fulfill myself mm-hmm. and not rely on other people. Mm-hmm. So like, mentally, it hurts me the fact that I'm still living with my parents, trying to sustain myself, gather money to, in order to start my life. Like, I'm, I'm so, I'm not, I'm not anxious, but I'm so eager to start my life that I want I wanted that bad. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's frustrating where, like, for example, I'm working a part-time job and part-time jobs don't pay that much while you're in school and you have, like, tuition, gas, insurance. Sometimes I would ask my mom for money and it hurt me to do that because I don't want to have to ask anybody for anything. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to facilitate my own success. But I think that goes into this topic of being a man and not wanting to ask for help. Right. So, because, like, but I guess... I guess the, this one was circumstantial because my mother does so much for me already. Yeah. So, like, I it's just, I don't want to, like, for example, I'm one of those people where it's like, I take care of my own. Like, my mother, we recently lost, she recently lost her father, my grandfather. So, I've been picking up a lot of the, like, a lot of the chores and mm-hmm. a lot of the things around the house so that she has proper time to grieve because she's a human, too. Yeah. So... I'm just like one of those people, so it's like it hurts me the fact that I have to ask her for things, or like she does, she probably does has no problem asking me for anything. <laughs> That's just, the whole nine months I birthed you yeah. Yeah. never gets old, never gets old. <laughs> well, I guess there's a time and place for everything. What about you, Josh? Crying. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Last time that I cried. Um, it could be tears of joy. Oh, no. Nah, the last time I cried was not of tears of joy. It was no. certainly tears of disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> um, would definitely be... Uh... Oh, why I had to leave Maryland. So, yeah, so oh, I, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That hurt me too, bro. Thank you, man. So, uh, so yeah, I originally uh, was an undergraduate student at the University of Maryland College Park. Go Terps. Um, and um, I had uh, was unable to complete a class, uh, fail a class, and that class was necessary in order for me to be able to complete my degree as a civil engineer. So I had to transfer, meaning I had to go back home. Uh, I had to go to a college back in New York, uh, City Tech. I don't know what our mascot is, but uh, <laughs> um, and I had to complete my degree there. And good thing I would be finishing the summer, so finally that would be over. But it was certainly tough because of the fact that. Um, Everything together definitely just felt like such a failure. Like, I had gone away to Maryland and, you know, to get away from the parents to a degree, but I was still close to family and I was going to do this thing on my own and I had the dreams of what I wanted to do and get a job here and yada yada. 
and um, not only not being able to complete it here in Maryland, but then physically having to going back to my parents and moving back in with them, uh, all of that together, not seeing the friends that I loved that I made here as frequently, all of that together certainly made me uh, just feel like um, that I had failed at like my ultimate life goal at that Aww. point in my life of getting a, a degree here. So uh, there were definitely, I mean, I'll say there were multiple nights of it, like just kind of like um, feeling really bad and, and you know, crying about that. I've been there too. Wow. So, I've been there too. The last time I cried, I just missed my train. Mm. <laughs> In Yo, that's sad. Uh, I another, didn't miss my train. There's another one coming soon. Like, I <laughs> no, I was frustrated because mm. I, you yeah. know, I have my routine. Did you have breakfast? Did you? I think I did that. I have breakfast every morning. Okay. okay. But I was early. For once, I was early. And then when I got to my station, they were like, oh, the train's not coming here. Someone died. So, you know, I cried before somebody died. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, that's. I was like, oh, I'm going to be late to work. I'm so frustrated. Cry. Then they were like, well, the train was late because somebody died. And I was like, oh, now I feel like a bitch. Yeah, I was about to say, that's that's fucked up. Yeah. You cried. Are you kidding me? Like, you died really today? You had, you had to, to die? die? Wow, that's so... Um, okay. Yeah. Mm. But I was just interested in this topic because, you know, men always feel the need to be hard. And how can you be hard on one hand, but soft with your mom and soft with your girl on the other hand? How does that work? You know? I feel like, I feel like for me personally, I like a guy who's in touch with his emotions, you know? Me and Josh, we talk about things beyond the surface, and I appreciate that. But what I don't want is a crybaby. I guess I do support those uh, heteronormative uh, gender roles. Mm-hmm. I don't want a guy who's crying more than me. Sorry, I don't. I mean, this, yeah, I would agree with that. I feel like that's still fair. I feel though. like that's, I mean, I feel like that's like, not like there's, there's a, much. I feel like there's a, there's a line mm-hmm. between like being, I guess, like tough, and then being just like a crybaby. You know, because like there are things in life where it's just like. Life's gonna smack you across the face. Like you said, we're human. It's quite okay few, to cry. Quite a few times. It's just, and it's it's okay. You, you deal with it, and you hopefully deal with it in a healthy way. Whether it's like talking about it, or maybe it's okay to walk away from it a little while. Maybe do some sports, or get your mind off of it. Come back to it as long as you address it again and try to find a solution to it. I what about like seeking no, help? What about black men? Or men in general going to a therapist. Is that weak? No. That's crazy. I Absolutely not. It's crazy about the fact that, like, it's not really talked about, though. It is. I would like, agree with that. I never really, like, people, when I think of, like, a therapist thing, I think about, like, when I'm well off with money and I have money to blow, then maybe I'll just see a therapist. What? Like, honestly. <laughs> no, like, my insurance like, covers a therapist. Oh, see, I know that. I'm just saying that. Your like, insurance, you kinda what have... insurance you got? <laughs> <laughs> I got Aetna. That's, that's. This mm. covers the bare essentials. Mm. <laughs> Not even a straight. I gotta, I gotta pay eighty dollars for a teeth cleanup. Oh wow! <laughs> oh my god! It's, it's basic care, bro. All right, I have good insurance, so I can see a therapist if need be. Right. Yeah, but even if you can't see a therapist, who do you talk to about your feelings? Do you open up to your bros? Do you open up to your mom? Who do you talk to? I would definitely say that you that's what I use my friends. It's it, for me. It's my mom. It's, it's definitely my mom and some of my friends, my closest friends. I can trust them. But it's definitely, or you just hold it all in. Everything's fine. I'm good. 
Um, I'm like that with the majority of people. I certainly have a select few. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and my mom are certainly uh, we're certainly close, so like she'll be able to read me if there's something seriously off. So it's not mm-hmm. so much of a me willing willingly telling her, but she'll just nag me enough until oh, it's facts. like my mom knows what I'm upset. She's like, "What's wrong? Exactly. Nothing. Mm-hmm. It, mm, something's wrong." She didn't even ask. My wrong. mom don't even play that. She'll she'll be like, <laughs> she'll be like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "No, I'm good." She'll be like, "All right." I gave you right. I gave you that life raft. I, I didn't want to take for... it, that's on you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Go ahead and drown then. Oh. I got oh. time for this. My mom's mom a savage, bro. So do you think that makes you not able to be soft and open up? Oh, not at all. I mean, just to give a little backstory for me, I mean I have I have two older sisters and mm-hmm. and my mom and I was homeschooled. My mom stayed home from work. So I was surrounded by uh, females in my life, and I certainly saw them um, have their their bit of fits and emotional moments. So I certainly would say I'm in touch with my feelings. Um, but I definitely, at the same time, try to bond myself, obviously, after my father. And so um, I think it's definitely all about balance. Like we said, like my life, my main motto is about like not letting your situation inhibit you from mm. moving forward absolutely. so absolutely you know there's a time to grieve and there's a time to mm-hmm. cry and complain about everything that you're going through but if you're ever letting that prevent you from dealing with the situation at hand mm-hmm. then that's when it becomes problematic for I agree. You. so it's definitely just a balance in the time I agree place. completely but I'm saying for you Sean you said you had a tougher mom mm-hmm. so how like she still showed you love though right no yeah. absolutely okay no like my like my mom is definitely the toughest woman that I've ever known. Like, she's, like, okay, so, like, we, my, I got, my parents got divorced when I was eight. My brother was three. She worked two jobs. There was somebody living in the basement and someone living in the room next door to us. Me and my brother had to share a bed at one point. Mm-hmm. So, like, she did everything she could to, like, raise these two knucklehead boys to, like, the men that they are today. Mm-hmm. So, it's definitely, like... Like my so mom, that, did that show you how to treat a woman and things like that? Uh, absolutely. Like, it's just, like, the the amount of, like, time and effort that my mom put into, like, me and my brother's lives. Like, she tried to, like, make every event that she could when she wasn't working and stuff like that. It's just, like, it's, 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 it is, it is. And it's just, like, you see these things and you see these things that, this, like, unselfishness for yourself and raising your two boys, it kind of manifests itself in yourself yeah. so that I want, like, don't get me wrong, though. Like, there's a, there's a line. Like, for me, I'll look out for anybody that's looked out for me. Like, Josh, me and Josh have been friends for six years now. And there are times where I've called on Josh. Josh, I need <laughs> I need you to run to AutoZone and give me this this brake rotor, bruh, like, it's, I, 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 I burned a hole in this other one, and I, <laughs> I need you to, I, the car, I can't drive it, I can't drive my car, and then he's just, like, he had to, like, get his sister to, like, drive him to the thing, get the part for me uh-huh. so I could finish my car, like, things like that, like, I would, I'd do anything I could in my power for Josh, it's like, it's just, the people that look out for me, I look out for them, mm-hmm. it's just that, it's just that simple. Like, I always look out for my own. When, if, if there's anything in my power that I can do for somebody that's looked out for me, I will. So you definitely feel like you have to be closer to somebody to open up to Absolutely. Them. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't just open the door for anybody. Yeah. That's definitely just not. Because there's a lot of... I think girls were a little more trusting. We're just like, we're BFFs. Hey, sis. Absolutely. Like, all of a sudden, we're like BFFs. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I mean, I guess that's why... 
I've come to Josh saying, like, so you only have, like, three friends? And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I thought that was normal. The standard. But <laughs> for girls, I guess we go through way more friends than y'all do. But also, um, I feel like male friendships are a little bit different than female friendships because we hold grudges and things. I've seen guys get over it, like, okay, we good, bro. Let's play 2K now. Like, you guys, <laughs> like, when your feelings with your... Your male friends, do you ever say, like, I'm mad at you, bro? Like, that's um, fucked up. I've had my moments of anger at Sean. Bro? Um, yeah. What'd I do? <laughs> <laughs> I've had my moments of anger at Sean, and, um... Do you get in your feelings? I get frustrated with you, because you be making like, these dumbass decisions that I tell you not to do. That's very true. That's very true. I get frustrated. Yeah. I tell you, like, you should do this, and then you do the exact I, I, opposite <laughs> of what I tell you to do. And then something bad happens, and then I'm just like, "What I tell you to do?" So that's anyway. crazy. That's crazy. We've never, we've never, we've never, we've really never voiced it. our our frustrations with one another because I've never really not because oh. I've usually gotten over it. That's the thing. I've oh. like thought about. I've, it. I was just no, like, I've definitely. No. To- I feel like I definitely told you that you like. Well, you've so never like been one. You're a dumbass. No, no, no. Because that's the thing. Like, whenever I've had an issue with Sean, I've like. Like, whenever I have an issue with anyone, I try to think about it and figure out if I can get over it myself. Same. Mm. I do that. But. No, I just dwell on it for hours and hours. And oh, I'm like, oh my really? god. Yes. Nah, I try that's, to figure out if I can get over it. This is eating me alive. That's off. But then with Sean, <laughs> I usually, like, usually by that same day, I'm usually like, eh, it's honestly not that big of a deal. Then I drop it. What Sean's referring to in terms of me making poor decisions that he's warned me against. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been, like, after the fact that mm-hmm. I've been, like, complaining, like, ah, this thing ain't work out here, yada, yada. He's just, like, he doesn't flat out say, I told you so. <laughs> but it's like a, mm, I mean, man, if only somebody was there to tell you <laughs> And I know what he's hitting at, but I just play dumb and be like, yeah, it's a shame that person wasn't there. <laughs> like, um, but, yeah, but, like, me and Sean have never had a, a yeah, huge never, blow up about nah. situations. I've never really had that with individuals. Mm-mm. You know, if I've had a problem with a male friend uh, and that problem like was a serious one where it sustained over a period of time then the problem was usually big enough to where I couldn't be friends with that individual anymore mm-hmm. like if it was something that was get overable in which we could remain friends then it usually was handled pretty mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. interesting well thank you guys for sharing a little bit about your feelings because I know it's hard for not guys really. to it's no, not I'm hard good. not no, hard with alcohol not no. Well, I mean, that goes back to the tweet. You know, the guy was saying that men try to heal in other ways. And mm. I think that the lesson from this is that... Um, also, the guy's reply about how you can't really heal when you're in that same environment. It's okay to seek help. It's okay to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. And I think that's very important. Especially when, um, like you said, you're going through something. And it's okay to open up about it. So I appreciate you guys opening up about it. Yeah. And um, all I can say is men's feelings matter. Do matter. They do matter. Even tonight. Okay. (laughs) Well, to end this episode, I wanted to give you guys a little trivia because on my other episodes, I do Dope or Nope, which is where I like say, boxed wine, Dope or Nope. And Josh would say. Very dope. It's dope. I would agree it's dope. But I want to switch it up because this week... A couple people were on my radar, and those two people are Drake and Cardi B. Mm-mm. I loved Cardi B's album. Oh, there man. was not a bad song Agreed. on the whole album. And if you disagree, like you can suck my dick from the back. From the back. Okay. <laughs> That's a long And Drake, <laughs> Drake, he just came out with the song as well, which basically said, why do we need to be nice to these niggas? And I agree. I still haven't listened to that. 
I haven't listened to it either. You don't want to because it's just gonna have your girl mad at you. Like that's all the songs you're yes. listening to on the way up here. That's all. That's all that's <laughs> that's all Drake is either one of two things: you either get mad at somebody or you call your ex and tell her I'm sorry. That's like, what I'm saying. <laughs> it's just. I didn't mean to hurt you. And it was like we were on the bad side. I just wanted to use the color purple. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this is Drake and Cardi B trivia. Are you ready? Nope. Ready as I'll ever be, I guess. Okay. I'm going to fail this joint. Well, are you guys fans of either of them? I didn't know I I was getting quizzed today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Big fan of Drake. I like Uh, Drake. Uh, Cardi B is Dominican. I know that. And... Cardi B's name is Bacardi backwards, sort of. It's not backwards. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> that's, about, that's about it. All right. True or false? Okay. Drake has 23 Grammy nominations. 23? That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a lot. That's a are you cheating? That's an oddly specific number. Oh, you can't phone. use your phone. I'm not, I'm not. All right, all right. You are. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was on Snap. Anyway. Oh. Um, um, that doesn't sound like enough. I'm gonna go. He's hit the three zero. I'm gonna say false. Mm, this is probably incorrect. That's probably incorrect. Uh, I'm gonna put devil's advocate. I'm gonna say true. Why not? All right. The answer is false. Damn. Drake has thirty five nominations. Drake said it wasn't and enough. three wins. Damn, that's a shame. How do you probably, what kind of what percentage mm, yeah. is that? That's real. That's All right. True or false? Drake and Cardi B both have a song titled "I Do." Like individually or together? Yes, individually. Oh, that's false. I'm gonna say false. That's definitely false. I don't know Drake album. You know every Drake song? I I I mean I I don't know a lot of them. I know a lot of them. I you know. Yeah, oh, I feel like that's false. Okay, the answer is false. Yeah, I know yeah. that. Yeah. But it's kind of a trick question because Drake was featured on the remix of Jeezy's song "I Do." I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. That song. Young Jeezy is still relevant. Okay, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that and Cardi B has a song on her new album called "I Do" featuring SZA. Mm-hmm. Um, true or false? Drake and Cardi B were both born in October. I don't worship. That's not. That's, that's, I don't, I'm not here. Like, this is hey, like, it's just a guess. The only thing I know is that I, have, I share a birthday with Usher, and that's that's it. <laughs> Pretty cool. We're I believe both. I share a birthday with Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> See, I, I, you know what? I would I would hold that over Usher any day. Actually. Yeah, that's right. Because Usher, what he do? He confessed some stuff. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to answer your question, I'm gonna go um, with. Wow, that'd be amazing if they shared the Does same month. Does he have a birthday? Because <laughs> like, October is my birthday month, so this is a shame. Yeah, how do you not know? I don't... I don't. Drake. True. I'm going to go with false. True. I'm going to go first order of volition. I'm going to go with true. Okay, first of all, everybody knows Drake's birthday is in October. OVO, October's very own. Oh. Uh, I did Canadian not know thing. that. Anywho, the answer is true. Yay! Drake was born <laughs> on October 24th, 1986, making him 31 years old. Mm. Cardi B was born on October 11th, 1992, making her 25. She's two years older than us? Yeah, she out here that's, doing the damn thing. That's wild. What am I doing? All I'm doing is majoring in... Yeah, when I found out that Khalid was 19... Oh, Khalid is 19? Yes. Oh! Yes. My leg... <laughs> Um, okay, last one, guys. Okay. True or false? Right, Drake and Cardi B both have been in a song with ASAP Rocky. I feel like that's true. That's that's definitely that's true. I know Drake definitely. Yeah, has. I know Drake for a fact. Um, ASAP Rocky's my boy too. That's that's a, that's, a, that's the sad part. I listen to like almost all. I listen to it. his mixtape was the best one. I don't care what anybody says. His mixtape? Yeah. 
I think it was because he, he okay. I don't, I don't remember if it's long live ASAP. Is it long live ASAP? It's one with peso on it. And anyway, that's the I don't point. think Jerry, I don't think Josh knows. It's, it's fine. It's you fine. Put me out there like it was that. fine. It was fine. It was <laughs> you know. Literally. Don't, don't, I can, I can come do for this. you right now, but I'm not going to. Don't do it. Don't do it. There are more podcasts okay. to come. Um, okay, so to answer the question. Drake and Cardi B both have been in a song with ASAP Rocky. I'm going to say true. I'm going to say true. true. I feel like that's true. I'm going to say like that's true. The answer is true. Yeah, there you go. Drake was on fucking Problems. There it is. And Cardi B was on No Limit with ASAP Rocky and G-Eazy. No Limit? ASAP Rocky was in No Limit? Yeah. If I hit it one time, nah, I'm a yeah, pipe. Yeah. Uh, that was him. Oh, I see. I never made it through the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh god, that's funny. Oh my god, that's funny. Anyway. Well, thank you guys so much for being on another episode of Young Black and Opinionated. Mm-hmm. Um, where can they follow you on social? First of all, I need y'all to follow Josh because if you gonna be my boyfriend, you need to have your followers up. You, you need really, to get your, you need really to step your game it's out. Sad, I gotta mm. go to my Instagram. What's your right Instagram? Now to out my... You know your. You don't not know your handle. Sure. Mine's easy to remember though. So that's... Sean, where can they follow you on Instagram, Twitter, etc.? Um, Jesus, I haven't used Twitter in years. <laughs> oh, you got a Twitter? I have a Twitter. Uh-huh. I just don't use it. Um, Instagram, I use every every day though. Uh, it's X, the letter X. Sean Reynolds. It's very simple. It's like a contract. That's literally what I thought of mm. <laughs> when I made my head. Oh, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like at the that. side, at the bottom. I see Sean Reynolds, I see what's up? You. Mine is not nearly as cool as that. And then. So. Uh, Go no, ahead. go ahead. What's well, your Twitter, bro? No, it's not, I don't have my Twitter. No, no, you need to put it out Twitter. there. You need to I believe my Twitter is actually X Sean Reynolds too, actually. Snapchat, anything else? Uh, um, don't follow me on Snap. Hurry up. My my Instagram is uh, it's jdubs94. That's with two Bs. Let me spell it out for you right quick. That's a J-A-Y-D-U-B-B-S-94. Okay, thank you very much. Mm. And make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, Miss Chris D. That's M I S S C H R I S D E E. And Twitter, C D Royster, C D R O Y S T E R. Support the cause. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. And um, I've been talking with Josh about starting some giveaways. So maybe I will do that Ooh, next episode. Anybody like want that. a YBO sticker, YBO shirt? You know, let's get it popping. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>